Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Welcome back, everybody. We are at episode 54, the Brian Erlacher of Spicy Boys Podcast episodes. Best linebacker, well, I was going to say the Bears have ever had, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Who's better? Generation. Yeah. Mike Ditka, was he in? No, that was their coach. Singletary. Yeah. Singletary. Yeah. Mike Singletary. There we go. <laughs> We're back in the studio, back in Brad's studio, a.k.a. the Spicy Boys studio. Okay, the sh- I was gonna say the shire. No, I'm saying Mordor this time. Keep you know, make it darker. <laughs> you know? Yeah, gotta have an edge. Yeah, you get you gotta have a podcast these days. You gotta have an edge. You know, you can't you can't be can't be clean. <laughs> the black hole. <laughs> We're in the Brad's black hole. All right, Jeff. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> the light just eats everything up. <laughs> that went real dark. Yeah. Anyways, we're we're back for another episode. Another. Another evening of uh, drinks and movies, and we've got our first returning guest. Yeah, I do I? believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel honored in that. Repeat our... offender. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jody. Jody Reyes. Jody, Jody Reyes, Reyes from me. Witchcraft. Yep, I'm back. Witchcraft is it Thanks bottle shop? What's the what's the? We call the tap room Witchcraft Tap Room. Witchcraft Tap shop. Room. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm super excited. You guys have me back. Another one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Let me do a few good men last time, which was, that was yeah. so episode. much fun. And um, here we are again. And just like the last time, you came prepared. You have uh, I do. You have a PowerPoint I, ready. Uh, yeah. Just like, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're probably the most professional guest we've ever had here. Well, thank you. Yeah. I try and be prepared because um, I don't want to feel like I never have anything uh, interesting yeah. to say. I you I'm always trying to keep it real for your listeners. Next time, now we know this is gonna. This looks like there's a a, a pattern. We're yeah. gonna have a uh some you know project projector. You can have That's another fine. laser Do pointer. Point. Do some slides. Yeah, Actually, I just like taking some notes because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a terrible terrible memory just in general in life. So the more that I can jot things down, it helps jog that. Mm. That's where you're supposed to live, though. You're not supposed to remember all the small things. You're supposed really? to jot them down. Yeah. Oh, speaking you know. of which, which, I wanted to apologize about a couple of things last week. Okay. What I is that? Said some things that weren't right. Well, not. Wait. Just, what'd you say? What did no, you they're, say? They're, they're, they're fallacies. I didn't say something horrible. Some inappropriate. But no, 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 no. So Ryan Leaf was actually drafted second behind Peyton Manning. Okay. Did someone so, call you out or something? No. For you to apologize. I just, I just listened to it and I felt bad about it later. So I was That's like, funny. Ryan Were Leaf you? is a huge embarrassment, and he's a Washington State Cougar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Washington Huskies. So, so hey, were you driving yeah. and you heard it and you had to pull like pull over? He's like, God no, damn just, it, Ryan like, Witten. I felt better. And what was the other? The other one was, oh, I said Justin Moorhead and Aaron Benson, which that's their names switched around. I thought you corrected it. I think I did, but yeah. still. Yeah. I, you, I think you're correct. yeah. correcting. You weren't wrong about any of the Oscar stuff, right? Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a mess. Well, Ryan just lost his, his, uh, his fact checker <laughs> credentials. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's fact checking himself. Suspended. Is. No. Well. It just what? takes a week, but that's okay. As long as you get the facts I right. Think, I think Jeff's about to... What? 
You about to say, why do I lose my fact, fact checker credentials? Reinstated. <laughs> Jeez. There you go. <laughs> so, so Jody, I'm yeah. curious. Have you been watching, uh, reading anything about the Oscars and how they're not? A little bit, not a ton. I saw the Kevin Hart thing that he pulled out. I'm not even sure who's doing uh, hosting nowadays. You want to know something that, really exciting? I would exciting? love if you guys drop some Oscar knowledge on me. Oh, no one's hosting the Oscars really? this year. When is it? Next, Next week? weekend. Okay. Yeah. Next Sunday. Cool. I uh, the 24th. So they're just gonna have people come up and introduce things and. Just not have the. I don't think anybody really knows. Weird. It's it's really strange. Huh, like okay. they're kind of keeping people in the dark, but every yeah. time they release in more information, it's making everybody really mad. So and then funny. they're like, and then they're re-releasing and saying like, "Oh, well, we're actually going to do it this That's way." Great. Isn't that just a metaphor for where we are as a country right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> you just can't say anything without somebody getting furious. <laughs> That's how bad. That's, That's how bad. I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say his name. Jeez. I suggest say his name. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Black Klansman for the first time, and I'm furious. <laughs> Wait, at the movie? No, at the at the Blu-ray. <laughs> oh no, no, the movie. No, no, I'm not. It's a it's an amazing movie. No, I did not see in the movies. Oh man. Oh, oh, okay. I get that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> what I was saying? I, I was I was mad at someone. I was Trump. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, the reason I brought it up, yeah. I was curious if you knew that they weren't going to announce all the winners during, um, they're going to announce them during the commercial breaks. Yeah. Like this. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious how people feel about this. Cause oh. I feel very strongly. We I talked got, about wait, it already. Are you talking about like the lesser ones from the previous event, the ones that nobody cares about? Mm, no, that's what, no offense though. to the movie. <laughs> like, guys. So, so best cinematography yeah. will be announced during the commercial weird. break. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. And, and then editing. Film editing, which... I could see that one maybe compared to, but I mean, I don't know. That's pretty, that's it's, still editing. Like that's well, crucial. The movie we're going to talk about tonight. One of film editing. See? Boom. It's, yeah. uh, what else? Hair to makeup. Also um, one that won. Yeah. Fury Road won so that. it's, I don't know. I got, I got a lot to say about and then this. A live action short, which hmm. I feel if it's a short, I feel a, like that's one of the is few. Is it to make the broadcast shorter or is yeah. it just to sell more ads? Yeah. They're, they're trying to keep it that's within three hours. Okay. This year. I, well, this it is usually about three and a half and all the preaching and all the yeah like oh. all the crap that nobody wants to hear i mean yeah no one performing full songs of best exactly song nobody cares nobody cares about that i mean yeah you know i mean I'm i the, do want to see willie watson do that that buster scruggs <laughs> i mean it's though. it's just the um i'm not i'm not shitting on like best live animated short or an animated documentary or animated live action but if the oscars are trying to cater towards p- the mainstream media or audience would you think that they would want to broadcast what people are people have seen in the theater like best cinematography obviously it's going to be one of, it, it has to be one, well, here's but, what but, I wonder: As do casual movie fans a know what cinematography is, yeah. b care what cinematography is? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I'm a pretty yeah. casual fan. Mm-hmm. I know what it yeah. is, but I don't know anything beyond like a one sentence yeah. description. Like all the art that goes into it, yeah. I would have no idea. All that's lost on me just because I'm yeah. not an industry person or that much of an enthusiast. So I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but it's it's. I mean, a lot of people are you know they're in it for the best picture and i feel like most of the nomination for best picture are also nominated for 
best editing or best cinematography, yeah. which cinematography. people have yeah. seen. I would say those top five or six categories, whatever they are, directing, yeah, editing, screenplay. I mean, know, actor, actress. They could have well, this they because they made room not just for because they want. Then they add best popular film. They were going to, and then yeah, after all the backlash, they they did. Oh, but he, he something that I found kind of interesting. I saw today, um, ABC and Disney. You know, they have their own studios. There's only five categories where they had zero nominations, hmm. and four of those aren't being shown during the live broadcast. Interesting. It's, it's, this doesn't make sense to award to celebrate cinema. I thought that was kind of interesting. Because, takes I mean, cinematography it, out of the broadcast. Well, I think yeah. Jim made a good point about how it's, um, are you, which, like, the audience you're catering to, and, like, yeah. does, yeah. is it, is well, it, do people understand what cinematography is? The problem is I don't think they know what they're trying, what type of broadcast. Because yeah. I mean, if you think about what the Academy Awards are going back 60 years or whatever the hell on silver screen mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I mean, it's just, the, the, I don't know. In 2019, the world, people don't really consume things in award show snippets anymore. Right. It's just not really the way that like information gets consumed yeah. by people. Uh-huh. It's just kind of a relic, like yeah. the whole concept of an award show, and everybody dresses up and looks fancy, and it's kind of silly when you yeah. think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know how to make it better, so I'll just put one, <laughs> another one of those guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. Them, I mean, I feel like a lot, a, a lot more people have seen what uh, movies that are nominated for best cinematography yeah. than what movies are nominated for best animated short or animated yeah. or short documentary yeah. short i'm not or, saying that yeah. they don't deserve but yeah. if they have t- i mean it's well, i think what, what the academy was trying to do with the whole best what, what was it that category they tried to do and they got rid of best popular film best yeah. popular film yeah. Yeah. yeah so i think what they were probably attempting to do is okay the general movie going public all of the however many hundreds of millions of tickets are sold in a calendar year of all the movies that go what proportion of those are actually films that are being nominated for all these esoteric categories and how many actual consumers that spend money going to theaters actually care about those things Mm -hmm. and and it's a disconnect that if you're not in the industry it's just there's no easy way to reconcile that i mean i get having like industry awards and and things but but the whole purpose of the academy awards is to make it like this america's celebration Mm -hmm. of hollywood Mm -hmm. which isn't really congruent with these super esoteric editing and and sound design, all these things that like really have a purpose and matter when you think about how a movie is consumed by just Joe average. Mm-hmm. But I can't describe all the things that go into what makes a good sound editor. You know what I mean? Like right, there's right, just right, a disconnect right. there. I don't know how to reconcile that. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me because I've been like seeing the evolution of. It. I'm just curious where we're going to be in 25, 30 yeah. years with it. If it's going to be more of like a, because it's like I just I think when they I saw that it was best cinematography wasn't going to be shown. I was like, what if you as a young, we'll say a young filmmaker wins that, and then you, it's like your dream. You, yeah. you know, you've been yeah. waiting this moment, and then next thing you know, yeah. you're you're being, you know, you're still getting the award, yeah. you're still being recognized, but it's I'm, like part of that's like you're being broadcasted. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm hoping if this if the same movie wins for a broadcasted best director. I hope that director uses that speech to congratulate the cinematographer. There you go. Right, that's no that's a good point. So that's, yeah, that's I mean that's the way it should go, but. A real quick note, just to two of the only things that aren't passed down from theater to film are cinematography and editing. That's what makes film a film. Like that's what wait, separates wait, explain, it explain from as like a theater. So, oh, okay. two of the only like, things that don't aren't passed down from theater to film uh-huh. are cinematography and editing. Okay, so that basically is what 
is kind of like the DNA of a movie itself. That's what kind of makes you say it not a movie. passed down from theater to film. Yeah. I don't understand. Like they like for every other category. Yeah, you'll find something in theater okay. that you could correlate in between those two. Like the, like okay, uh, it was act, passed act, down. Acting like and. Oh, I these see. are the original things like in Production film design, that yeah. you can't say, oh, well, there's something exactly oh, like this in theater. In theater, like plays. Yeah. Oh, yes, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I sorry, you. sorry. Oh, I yeah. That up with, I just like, got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, got it. Okay. all right, I see what you're saying. I could have worded that a lot better, but. No, no, I got what you're saying. That's, that's kind of interesting to me because it's mm-hmm. like basically the thing that makes film different completely in, yeah. in, in the, um, the trades that you can only have for a film and that make it a film yeah. aren't being recognized. Yeah. And that's where it starts getting scary. It's like, well, you know, what's the point? Yeah. But then again, if you want to appeal to a broader mass of the movie going to public, no, no totally. Then, then you've so got to cut a corners crisis somewhere. Of confidence, not confidence, but a crisis of identity. Yeah. It seems like for the industry. And again, this is as an outsider. No, no, no I mean, that's a, could you imagine, way. Um, learning that Roger Deakins won his first cinematography award during a commercial break or in the tweet. That's my yeah. point. That's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like, mm. so I maybe mean, they, I, maybe they waited for him to win. They're like, okay, we can move <laughs> it. Like we're going <laughs> to yeah. next year. But you know, that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. I mean, I understand things change. Things evolve, especially with like, you know, media and content. And uh, I don't watch the Grammys. I don't watch. No. Any, it's just the one award show that I'm, you know, I wait every year. You, how about all the, how about all the thanking this that and the other and all the, the celebrities taking time and it's not even like when Meryl Streep wins I want to hear what she's got to say and who she thinks okay I get it but like sound editing sound design yeah. people have all this time up in front of a nationwide broadcast mm-hmm. audience and for the people that want to make a political statement okay cool get it mm-hmm. but for the people who just want to thank all the their friends and family and stuff again that's great does that need to be broadcast on primetime television in America I'm not sure it does maybe shorter well, yeah, but then you get the whole, like, yeah. you say four words and you can forget your publicist name. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the band starts playing and it's awkward for everybody. You know, it's <laughs> just big, like the whole structure uh, of it is really kind of silly. <laughs> when Soderbergh won for traffic that year, apparently he wasn't, like, prepared at all. Yeah. And he didn't think he was going to win because he was also nominated for Aaron Brock- Brockovich. Mm-hmm. So he was like, well, I'm pulling votes away from myself, so there's no way I'm going to win. When he went up and did his speech, he was like apparently pretty drunk at the time, and he was like, "Yeah, uh, he he like kind of panicked, and he was just like, uh, if you want to know who should be thanked, go on my website later." And like at the yeah. the luncheon this year for the Academy Awards, they were like using that as an example of like a great speech. And he was Cause like, "Cause it's short, <laughs> yeah, yeah." And he was like, "I was super well, drunk, and yeah." Unprepared. In, this, in this age of like digital. Uh, Instagram and, and Twitter, why not take some of those things off of the main broadcast that's streaming in everybody's yeah. home and take those things digitally yeah. and give these people all the platform they want via the actual and Instagram they, or They Twitter do have another like uh, uh, an, another award ceremony yeah. the night before the actual Oscars for other, mis- I guess, other um, the Even less <laughs> categories. interesting categories. Yeah, I'm going to say miscellaneous. Yeah. yeah. But no. Right, I'm not in the industry. I have no bridges to burn. Anyway, <laughs> no, I don't think. I mean, I think we can burn bridges, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. I think. I think there's a lot of people that have very opinionated about it, and I'm just yeah. curious, just because it's it's what we, you know, it's what we do and whatnot. Even the and Oscars, yeah. But it's also, you know, it's just in, it's entertainment. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. people just watch it that don't even, yeah, that haven't seen I half think, of the movies. I think the tough thing as an outsider is the intersection of the craft of movie making mm-hmm. and all the insanely detailed 
uh, roles that go into it and and what the public actually that like half dozen categories the public really is tuning in yeah. to see yeah right because i understand mm-hmm. the craft of it and I, there obviously needs to be some sort of award for all the people that you know spend their their careers and their time creating a great movie but does that need to get broadcast on nbc at sunday night or something like yeah. that i mean is that what most people no. are tuning in to see i don't know yeah, it's a tough Maybe. one. It really is. And I'm like, I, I don't really have any ideas how to change it either. I have to like think yeah, about it. But yeah. I just want to, whenever, you know, Ryan, you text me that, I was like kind of shocked that the cinematography was on there and film mm-hmm. editing. But I uh, guess we'll see. Yeah. What if it turns out and you're like, it's amazing. You're yeah. like, actually, this is the way we need to go. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Maybe. You know? And no host, right? That's interesting too. We'll, we'll see whenever just all the, all just get... the uh, celebrities are walking down Dude. Hollywood Boulevard, mm-hmm. which... Instead of thinking, you know, maybe this year, maybe next year, instead of walking down Hollywood Bur- Boulevard, you should be driving. <laughs> Is that your segue? Yeah, that's Perfect. my segue. Oh, In your, mod, oh, I got your it. modded out uh. car. <laughs> Let's talk about this movie. I'm so excited. I'm really excited. All right, Jody, you picked the movie. I picked Jody, the movie. Where, where should they be driving down? Uh, the Fury Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I love this movie. It is just the best two hours of complete awesomeness. There's no getting around it. Did you guys see it in 3D in the theater when it first came out? I did Anybody? not see it in the theater. I, I didn't saw see it in 3D. It's on theater, but I don't God. I saw it three times in the theater, which I don't think I've ever seen a movie three times in the theater. I've probably seen another three or three or four since then. It's just awesome. Where do you guys want to start? With a beer. What well, what did you bring it. for us? <laughs> yes, I brought Let's uh, uh let's 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 bring out this starting lineup. <laughs> at center. <laughs> oh, we've been <laughs> so what we've been doing lately is we do after right after the beer we'll do our log yes. line. Great. So instead of talking about trying to like give us a breakdown synopsis, All right. we're we're already into it. Um yeah. we are Should I tell you about the beer? Yeah. Cool. This is Independence Brewing Company, one of the oldest craft breweries in Austin. This is their Cowboys from Hellas. It's a German-style Hellas. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. (laughs) Uh, Light, easy drinking. Hellas's are typically low ABV, 4.5%, give or take, maybe half a percent. They are crisp. They're refreshing, little kind of biscuity, bready, malt bill. Very low hop presence, so um, contrast it with uh, like a German-style Pils, which is going to be hoppier, like a Hans Pils, if y'all have had that. Uh, Hellas is meant to be just a great, crushable summer beer. So Cowboys from Hellas is... um, like a metal reference was it pantera or something i think maybe yeah sure uh, <laughs> not a big metal guy yeah, yeah cowboys a, from hell yeah. Yeah, it was like dimebag daryl was in the band yeah it was well, i think it was pantera was it pantera yeah yeah cool so. i'm sure your listeners that. will correct I'm, us Instagram <laughs> i'm more comments. of bg's kind of guy <laughs> you look like it yeah <laughs> uh, he's more of an abba type yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. Cowboys, a metal reference but I just thought Cowboys from Hellas. It just made me think of the movie as soon as I saw this, because that's what these freaking war boys are, right? Kind of, it is kind of like the Wild Wild West a little bit yeah, up that's there. That's exactly right. So yeah, cheers to the dudes. Cheers to the Spice over? Boys. If you're listening at home, you listen to the podcast, enjoying yourself. Now's the time to go ahead and pop that top. There's only three 
tops popped because I already opened mine. Sorry, hey, guys. Hey, we can we can add Let's another pop. Get in it. We'll, we'll fix <laughs> it good. in post. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Our editor will fix it and then yeah. maybe win an award later. Hopefully, it'll be broadcast All right. live on TV. <laughs> first is this is the first quarter. So you brought four beers. Four beers. All right, here we go. First quarter. Yeah, this this one you'll each um, we have each have our own. And yeah. The other ones are a little. Uh, a little more flavor, a little higher ABV. So I just brought a couple. Well, I brought the tasting glasses. That's, well. Yeah, like, that's good. Yeah, yeah so that's we don't have good. to each put down full beers. Yeah, in, in, a, in an hour. Much. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I like this one. I feel like I could like good. drink this and be like on the go. Totally. You know? You think you if you're out in the desert, it's a hot day. Yeah. You okay. drink this? Oh, yeah. Get in, your, get in your war rig and put down a couple of these. Is, uh, yeah. yeah. Driving a changing gas down. My, yeah, like changing out my oil or something like that. Yeah. In the desert? <laughs> Running yeah. from some people. Maybe, yeah. I, live yeah. from Maybe a, I live in the desert yeah. now. You tied it in a pole with a muzzle. This yep. is what you drink. Barton Springs beer. Um, good hot weather. Green belt beer. Just easy drinking. I love this style. Lagers, particularly in the summertime in Austin. All right. Yeah. We're going to get into the log line. Okay. So since you're the guest, you okay. get to pick who goes first. And we we have 30 seconds. Uh, uh, I'm going to go against all protocol and make Ryan go first. Oh, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Nope. I'll pull up my... That's the calculator. Hold on. Here we go. Ryan. Mad Max Fury Road. And go. When a rogue oil tank driver transporting precious cargo strays away from her mission, she is tailed by an immortal foe as she tries to find the Graceland and finds out that it's not where she once thought it was. Great job. Boom. That was good. That was pretty solid. I'm decided, pretty, I'm like, decided to using my voice memo recording when you when you do log lines. Create an archive. Wait, what now? <laughs> just re- just oh, record, record them. Yeah. You, you mean you have a whole recording of the podcast? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just duplicate what you said. Under my name. There you go. All right. Me next? No, it's up to you. Oh. You can choose. Yeah. You can you can do it if you want to. Or? Um, I'm in, yeah, I haven't given it any thought. So That's good. That's how we do so it here. Which I try perfect. not to think about it at all. Okay, I really cool. do. Yeah. It shows. Brad's been in a role recently. Yeah, Brad's, Brad's been doing yeah, you really did. well. I, I just I just there was. The, the a few a uh, few words out there and that's yeah, it. Perfect. The least amount of possible and yeah. then just wrap it up and it's yeah. done. So. Okay. Um. I guess I'm ready. All right. Go on. Go. Two epic road warriors meet in a chase to the promised land, and that's it. Oh. I like it. That's yeah, my style. That's, that's, my style. that's good though. And I like before the, you start tripping yourself up, and with, I like that you ref like you threw a Mad Max reference yeah, in there too. Yeah, that yeah. was smooth. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Man, I right, Brad. Oh God, <laughs> should we do this at the same time? <laughs> Wait, our lock lines. Just tag team it. <laughs> oh, go like that every other word back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Try, you want to do you that? Time. They approve of it. I'll do it. Fuck it. All right, here we go. Thirty seconds. Wait, you want me to start it? And then yeah. you're going to go? Yeah. 30 seconds. Just gangbang this scene and get out of here. All right. Here we go. This is a medley of Brad and I's log line for Med Max Fury Road. You guys. For need- the first time ever on the Spicy Boys podcast. Get your notepad out. Get this some, could be- some, some to write on some, and some to write with because this is going to be epic. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. 
Oh, here we go. Three, two, one. Set in a post-apocalyptic world. A one-armed woman. And a prisoner that's a blood donor. Set. Oh, set. Yeah, yeah set. <laughs> Try to flee from an overlord on the Fury Road to Promised Land. Promised Land. Perfect. Jeez, that was, <laughs> that was bad. You said set. I didn't know you were going with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was it. Whew. Set. Yeah. Set. That was weird. We haven't All done right. that before. All right. Volley back across the oh, yeah. there. Well, that's going to get deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted some it's people to fun. start posting their log lines. Yeah. I kind of so, wonder what people have to say. You guys want to read the actual one? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that'd be, that's a good idea. This one's really... I don't know where to go with this movie in terms of log line. I feel like there's so yeah. many little details. Totally. I want to, yeah, well, it's, there's so many different stories going on, yeah, too. Sure. Which, that's what I was struggling with. It, I was like, do I do, do I talk about Furious, or do I talk about Mad Max, or do mm-hmm. I talk... And then, I don't know. All right, here we go. According to a good phrase at IMDb, in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, a woman rebels against a... Tyrannical, tyrannical. How do you pronounce that word? Tyrannical. It'd be a ty- ty- yeah, for tyrannical. tyrannical ruler in search for her homeland with the aid of a group of female prisoners, a psychotic worshiper, and a drifter named Max. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty it's like good. like a professional did that. Yeah, yeah. see, they were it's able like to touch. a professional had all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. To I like they had more, I like more than 30 brand. seconds to yeah, come up with true. it, too. <laughs> that was great. So this movie kind of came out of the blue for me. I am super embarrassed to say I actually have never seen any of the previous Mad Max movies. I have not still seen have it? Road Warrior. Warrior. I haven't, I haven't seen. Um, yeah, I oh. never have seen any of them. Okay. So my appreciation well, appreciation of this movie is just straight as a singular thing. Yeah. Mm. Which I of course now I need to go back and watch all yeah. the previous movies for the for the context and George Miller context and. Because Happy Feet wasn't quite getting it done as far as directorial context. <laughs> oh my god, he did do Happy Feet. Yeah. I forgot about that. I did. Well even... done. How do you? Uh, how do you go from Happy Feet? Dude, to... that's maybe Happy Feet's what funded Fury Road. Well, though. supposedly he was having trouble, whatever, getting the studio to sign off, or there were scouting issues. This was like 2002 or something. Mm-hmm. And also Mel Gibson, apparently, who was going to sign on to play Max again, obviously, was obsessed with Passion of the Christ Project. Was he? Yes. And so <laughs> all that kind of fell apart. And so George Miller's yeah. like, I got shit else to do. So that's when he did Happy Feet, apparently. Huh. How was Happy Feet? Anyone see it? Oh, it was good. Great. Was it good? Yeah. That's cool. well, that's then, a fun movie. It's it like, is. Yeah, it's, it's a really fun good. kids movie. It's, not, it's an unorthodox transition to go from Happy Feet to Fury Road. But I mean, damn, <laughs> both of those movies, I guess, yeah. sound pretty a good. good. Yeah. <laughs> good movie to a great movie. Yeah. I mean, it's. You know, that's. I guess it's if if you're a really good director, you can. You, you can do fit you can, in. Yeah, wherever, not everyone can do that. Yeah. Man. Not everyone uh-uh. can do that. No. Totally. You, you think Kubrick could pull off um, Frozen? Dude, I, I, I don't, don't know, know. man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, but Frozen Two is coming yeah, out. There you go. <laughs> it's coming out. Um. So this came out 2015. Yeah. Um. It. It. Uh. I was reading some stuff, and it wasn't a blockbuster hit initially mm-hmm. um i think it made about 40 million right behind pitch perfect 2 oh. are you kidding me yeah interesting i mean pitch, it's i'm embarrassed to say i went and saw pitch perfect 2 no it's a, it's it good came out. did you like it i watched it no. i just didn't see anything what so <laughs> didn't what? 
<laughs> it's a good movie. Well, uh, that's opening weekend. But if I had to choose, yeah, I yeah, would have yeah. chose Fury Road a million times. Are you I serious? Know. I thought Fury Road. I just assumed it destroyed everyone yeah. that weekend. I think but it ended I mean, up doing it later. Uh, yeah, later. Okay. Yeah. I think it was a slow burn because like, yeah. once you saw it, I don't know if you guys are the same way. You probably were. Yeah. You go see it, or you have a buddy who sees it. Like you got to go see this fucking yeah. movie, and then you do, and you it's like preaching the gospel, you know. Yeah. Probably had a little bit longer run, I would think. Than most. Oh yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like Pitch Pitch Perfect. Well, it's it's let's say if you know <laughs> you're a normal um, no. uh, film goer, and the weekend it's like, hey, honey, want, let's go see a movie tonight. What do you want to watch? Let's go check it out. Uh, what do you want to watch? Mad Max Fury? No, Pitch Perfect. Let's do go. that. Yeah, and if that kind of I feel like that would yeah. made it. I mean, that's what happened to me. Yeah, look see? how that turned out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a connoisseur <laughs> of and, cinema. And Kendrick, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, like you said it's it's yeah. once it kind of it, it you know caught fire and everyone's yeah. like you need to check out. Yeah, Fury went viral Road. as they as they yeah. could say. I mean, that's kind of how I knew about it. People, yeah. uh, you know, I follow online and, yeah. and um, who I know are, you know, film geeks and yeah. like you need to see Mad Max. Yeah. Well, I, I remember it was my, my friend who I did a screen. I did a lot of screenwriting work with before. She told me she was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. That's awesome. And that's when I was like, all right, there's well, something there's that something that, different about this. Not to throw out a stereotype, but that's a woman saying that too, which yeah. is awesome. And uh-huh. I think the, the female elements, elements of this movie completely set it apart from any oh, yeah. other action movie right. mm-hmm. maybe ever made. Yeah. I mean, it just has a whole different feel. Oh, yeah. Uh, they just treat the female characters so differently. And I think that makes this movie add so many cool layers that you just never would get if it was just another chase yeah. movie or just another action movie. Well, and I, I feel like I feel like she was like a secret protagonist of mm-hmm. this movie. Like it was like, oh, we got another Mad Max movie and you're like watching him and it starts out with him. Tell me if you're kinda, awesome? Yeah. I don't even think she was a secret protagonist, man. I think well, I know, but yeah. but like if, if you're to watch the trailer, you're yeah. to see the title, you're not going to think that yeah, she's going to be the main character good in point. it. Yeah. I mean, it opens and closes with Mad Max. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, but yeah, I mean, like as soon as she, it's, that's one of my, and I watched it again today, and that's my, probably my favorite introduction to a character that I've ever seen in my entire life. Is hers or his? Hers. Yeah. So she's driving. And then she turns and looks directly in the camera. She breaks the fourth wall the moment that you see her. And she just stares. And you're just sitting there watching her. And it immediately sets up that this character does not give a shit about the rules. Yeah. And I mean, it just sets the tone for the entire movie. And I I honestly, I didn't even realize it before when I was watching it. Because it jarred me whenever I saw it this time. Because I was like... She's looking right at me. Wow. Like, she's looking in my soul. But, uh, she's looking in my yeah. soul. Yeah. And the character, I mean, the only having one arm was just such a powerful thing. Yeah. Charlize is obviously incredible in everything she does and such a visceral actress, like such a, a physical actress, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Very imposing uh, physical actress. And, I mean, she obviously plays the role yeah. fantastically well and like such a protector of the other women and a leader of the women. Um, yeah. It's just... It's just such a well-written piece that Max is, clearly is a yeah. kind of a, a backseat. So who knows yeah. if George Miller was actively going yeah. for kind of a female empowerment type of thing, um, or whether it just was a byproduct of I don't know um, of her acting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I kind of feel like it was 
it was intentional on uh, absolutely yeah. intentional yeah. one the main reason that i say that is the line towards the end of the movie where she gets to the to the the camp yep and they all get out and the women are standing around and and they're all like who are these men yeah and he makes that she makes that comment she's like um she says do not worry about them they're here to help us they're they're good men they helped us on our way yeah and that to me i was like oh this is this is a movie about modern time like (laughs) modern women you know like i was like it's Um, it's a it's almost like a social statement yeah i think uh you mentioned you mentioned a good point about uh, furiosa being a well-written um character in the movie um which this movie did not have a screenplay it was all storyboards which is fascinating. I read that somewhere online. Too, yeah. Are, are you serious? Not they being a movie guy, I didn't know not, how big of a deal that was, they, but it sounds like This it movie did not have a screenplay. It was, they hired, you know, when you want to do, a, you know, you would hire the best writers if you want to, you know, Sorkin, whoever. Um, George Miller hired the best storyboard artist. Three, over 3,000 frames of storyboards plastered around That's crazy. the production room. And it's... It, uh, almost ninety percent of what was on the frame was translated to translated to movie. That's crazy. It was. That's pretty. That's fascinating. It's like, almost like a yeah. It's it, you were reading a comic book. Yeah. 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 It's a visual story and not a yeah. Not built on dialogue. I read somewhere online that he was attempting to, um, even if the movie was in a completely different language than your native language, you can still completely understand what's happening mm-hmm. in the movie. And just, like made the <laughs> <laughs> just like Passion of the Christ. Just like Passion of the Christ. Can we keep going back and reference Passion of the Christ? To. Yeah, okay. I think we're going to have to. Um, anyway, let's... Um, end of the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Time out. just want to be prepared. Yeah. So yeah, when we just, like backloaded... Yeah. Uh, all Did we these. do like four beers like right at the end? <laughs> just, I just brought too many. Last just call, chuck these. <laughs> cool. Um, go ahead. Is that your second beer? Yes. You want me to talk about it? Or do you, I just can't reach the glasses, so maybe can I hand these to you, Brad? While I talk about it. Oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, next one up is a Houston brewery. These guys are called. Yeah, let's use these. Let's do two beers and maybe half a beer in each of those guys. Um, Eighth Wonder is the name of the brewery. They're in Houston. They're probably uh, maybe five or six years old now, give or take. Don't know for sure. This is their Rocket Fuel. They do a lot of like Houston-themed beers. So Houston obviously has not only Johnson Space Center, but the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this Rocket Fuel is, I love, it's only 4.5%, which is super cool, but it's a Vietnamese coffee porter. So they add some Vietnamese coffee and some lactose, milk sugar, which adds a little bit of sweetness. Uh, lactose does not ferment out as part of the beer making process. So the sweetness will stay in the beer. If you had like a milk stout, that's essentially what, what you're getting. They don't actually add cream or, or dairy. It's, it's lactose. So this beer pours like a dark, super dark brown color. You get all the roastiness from the coffee. You get a little bit of uh, sweetness on the palate, but it's low ABV, so you can drink it. Yeah. So I know. Isn't that nice? What was the ABV? Sir? Four and a half. All right. Vietnamese coffee is one of my favorite things. Me too. Like if I go to like a Vietnamese restaurant, I'll, mm-hmm. even if it's nighttime, I'll order totally. the Vietnamese coffee. This is delicious. Isn't this good? Oh, oh, no. my goodness. 
I've, and I've had okay, Vietnamese that's, coffee. That's good, beer right? Before. That's real good. Isn't this okay. good? This is really but good. This when is it, great. When it comes to porters and and, <laughs> and I'm not. That's right. They're not really your thing, right? Cool. This is light. Yeah, four and a half percent, man. I mean, it's roughly the same ABV as what's that Cowboys from Hellas? Is it say on the side of that can? Maybe five at the most. I don't think it says one here. It says. Yeah, and if I were to guess, I would say four and a half or five percent. So it's at or below the ABV of the yeah of the Hellas we had. No, but it says high noon, your doom. That's what it says in a can. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I feel like this is good. Rocket fuel. Rocket. I would have expected it to be if you didn't tell us. Yeah. It was just going into it in the name of the beer. I would have thought it was going to be super high ABV. Yeah. Yeah. I did bring a high ABV coffee stout okay. afterward. All right. All right. There we go. We'll share that. As we oh, man, reach I, I really the climax. Like, uh-huh. um, you, you know, it's fascinating that about the fact that they didn't have a script, though, just because, like, it fits, like, your, your like, normal, like, hero's journey so well. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, when they break into the cloud, I paused the movie because I was like, what point is this? It was, like, 24 minutes in, mm. which, like, if you when break going, out. Like, the tornado thingy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's like when you should be starting the, f- the the second act like that's that's the break into like the new the new zone for like the if you like go to like joseph campbell's like like hero's myth and stuff like that mm. so when i saw that i was like oh man this like this is like by the book but what i was gonna say about it was that it's crazy about how they were able to follow that hero's journey but you are on one road the entire time like it's not like you know you're going to these different locations you're literally on one road yeah road fury road but now like my yeah. whole theory is just like blown up now and so um, yeah i had no clue kinda like there was, that there was all storyboarded did really not cool. know that what's the all right this will be a fun little trivia guessing game how many lines did Max have in the entire film, including his his intro narration? Guess. I have um, say nine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Prices right on you. Eight. Oh my god. I mean, eight lines. Come on. That's way too long. No. Okay, like thirty. Yeah, you're getting closer. It was fifty-two. Fifty-two. Okay. Two hour entire, movie. In a two-hour movie. Gonna, yeah. Main, <laughs> main title character. Fifty-two lines. Isn't that crazy? That, that includes the narration, where like half of it was in the the intro. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the intro. Crazy. Tom Hardy just kind of gravitates to roles where he doesn't speak and wears mask. Yeah. If anyone could pull it off, it's him too. Yeah. So that's why he put um, the role so well. Which I mean, he was amazing in it. Apparently, everybody hated him on set. Did you read that in your? No, really? Yeah, because he was just, he he kind of method acted a little bit. Uh, it's a silly thing to method act for, such a role like this, but he just kept his surliness, and so yeah. everyone fucking hated him. Charlize and him did not get along. <laughs> oh, other, I did. I thing, had heard that yeah. they were like the other thing physically is he, or not. Like, like He like really did not get along with George Miller because he had no idea. They were just in fucking Namibia or whatever yeah. the hell. Yeah. And it's just sandy and hot and just a mess, and there was however many scenes they shot they shot 400 hours of footage mm-hmm. that they then had to edit down to two i mean what the hell right yeah so he he was he had he thought it was gonna be just a complete and utter waste of time and just a mess and after he saw it at can then he went up to george miller and actually apologized for being yeah. a dickhead on set apparently this is what he's i said. mean it's just I feel like tom hardy's one of those guys <laughs> yeah he's like the guy that like you knew like it was a real douche in high school and then later he was like real cool, and then he was like, hey, "I'm sorry for being that it's, way." <laughs> I'm sorry. It all, it all led me to being yes. this great actor uh, that I am now, yeah. though. 
I kind of understand where he's coming from because being just in the middle of a desert and they sh- uh, 90% of the film is shot. I mean, all the cars are real. Yeah. All the stunts are real. Crazy. I think most of the CGI were used just to paint out like safety cables. Yeah. Yeah. And enhance a couple explosions. Yeah. Everything else was live action. Yeah. And just, I mean, just the logistics of, all right, you're going to drive all the, you know, like quarter of a mile then we got to reshoot it again uh, same same scene and yeah. it's yeah i mean I'll, I'll be crazy right i'll be crazy too <laughs> so apparently i read, I read something on, on one of these uh, blogs i was on that um george miller was screening just some of the footage not the entire film but screening some of the footage at south by southwest um like a year before they released it and somebody stood up and they're like how the how the hell did you film this and he was just curious, and that person turned out to be Robert Rodriguez. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like, Tell me how crazy. you did this. Yes. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. Um, Which, by the way, Alita Battle Angels coming out is yeah. it this week. Yeah, I heard yeah. I've, I've seen some good reviews. Cool. I was saying it's so. the best Robert Rodriguez movie since Sweet. Sin City. I'm excited for this one. So, if Christoph Waltz in it, I'll see it. There you go. Did you guys have people, or did you guys work on that movie at all? Do you know people who? Are I knew some people okay. who did. I knew some people, or no, a person that works in the the post team, so the editorial cool. team. But yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people are excited here in town. Yeah, long, yeah. there are a lot of people from Austin. It's been a long time coming for uh, um, Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. 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 And just the trailer looks insane. The visuals and all mm. the stuff. Because I think James Cameron funded it. Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, he was yeah. a producer on it. Yeah. Just like Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Wait, what? You, no, do you make no. it? No, I'm trying to put. Okay, I, I want okay, to keep okay. the Passion of Christ uh, thing going. Fair enough. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> the CGI and Passion of Christ, man. Anyway. You keep going back. Anyway, um, uh, I was saying the stunt in this movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie for me was just straight, just rock and roll. Yeah. It's the best action movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm so. Disappointed that I did not see it in theaters. Never, ever. Never, ever. You didn't see it in theaters? I'm I'm the same way. Yeah. The 3D was crazy. Yeah. You know the big crash there at the canyon and the the guitar comes at you? Uh, Yeah. It's not in 3D. Uh, Yeah. Heavenly. Uh, Yeah. The guitar. So that scene. Yeah. So when they flip the war rig, then the twisted metal Mm -hmm. (laughs) machine with the speakers came in. Those are all practical like yeah. they flipped that it's rig legit. exploded totally. then um they had three of those things built by the way yeah the war rigs um and, but they got that that shot was on their first their first take yeah it's like, that's and crazy. That was the one they ended up using because apparently there was some t- the, uh, crash dummy or whatever that flew off the top mm-hmm. and george miller thought that that was the driver of oh, the rig shit. and so he was flipping his shit and obviously everything's crashing it's not like you can yeah. run up right away when there's a huge crash like that so he thought it was his actual stunt man thankfully it wasn't <laughs> that would have been over you think it was like it could have ruined it yeah. like in mcgruber yeah. where he was like running over to the car and he was like oh no 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 <laughs> I mean, it's people like um, um, makes uh, uh, make case of, of of stunt people should be recognized in you know the the Academy Awards, and mm-hmm. this is the perfect right. example for that. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about the relevant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The relevant nature of that, that scene mm-hmm. where one of the well, one of the um, um, we call War Boys. Mm-hmm. War boys, yeah. Yeah. Um, War boys. Jump um, with two spears to yeah. blow up one of the buzzers. Uh-huh. That was 
real. He was actually jumping yeah. on spikes, and they had they had cables and, and pulleys to kind of stop him before wow. he hit. While while they're like yeah, moving, driving, <laughs> driving yeah. yeah, that's super cool. I think that Nicholas Holt, the uh, the war boy, the the main Nux, one, yeah. yeah, that's probably my favorite character Interesting. arc okay. in the movie. Cool, like I just I just loved like the whole like him just being obsessed with like yeah. sacrificing himself, uh, totally. and then realizing like yeah. that like the people he's like trying to die for don't care about yeah, him right, right. that's then, exactly right i mean oh, i loved it in a movie it like this so, the, the so whole point good. is non-stop action but yeah. to yeah. have an interesting character arc like that yeah for a character that's fairly central but mm. clearly not a main character it's just amazing that, that george miller is able to pull off both of those things simultaneously well, right well nicholas holt he's a really good actor like he's done quite a bit of stuff mm-hmm. but um I, I don't know i just i just re- i really enjoyed that and you know the the whole movie, which I am stealing this a little bit. I read a New York Times article, or like a review of it. Make it, um, make it your own. But they were talking about how it's a superhero movie with no superheroes. Hmm. Like it's basically like a it's like an it's it's a a revolution superhero movie with like a with a like a super like a super villain. Yeah. If you will, yeah. But none of the good characters have any superpowers, so it's almost like a revolution. It was like it was like a, huh. a revolutionary, like yeah. That's interesting. That's funny. You said I also heard that it's also a movie that does not contain a climax because the climax is happening in the entire movie. Oh, that's a fucking good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Like there's never like yeah. a down point. Right, like you're yeah. always in it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, that's the, a good point. Yeah. yeah. It's like nonstop. Yeah. Like as soon as you get in it, you know, you're just the entire time. Jody, who yeah. was the uh the guy the the guitar dwarf? Uh his name in real life is Iota. That's not his real name, but that's his stage name. Some, okay. some Australian um It's just guitarist. some guy. Okay. Yeah. Some Australian, you know, crazy metal guitarist guy. Yeah, and that was like a real guitar. A real right? guitar. An actually functional guitar made out of bedpans, so it looked super post apocalyptic. Um and it weighed hundred and thirty pounds. It had to be some, oh. sus, yeah. Had to, had to be a normal guitar is like four pounds. You know? <laughs> had to be suspended from those bungee cords, yeah. just because of the weight of it. As did he, obviously. Yeah. And um, the flames that shot out of it was it was actually legit. The whammy bars were con- controlled the flames. Yeah, I was Fucking watching metal that. Metal is that? I was well, I, when I was watching it, and like I, you could see like the flames coming down. Yeah. Like they were dangerously yes. close to the cars around them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that gives me a lot of anxiety just watching this. I can't Incredible. imagine being on that set. Apparently like, that guy, the doof, doof warrior, yeah. doof, whatever, um, he's got a whole backstory, apparently, that I just I stumbled upon somewhere online. <laughs> and George Miller like wanted to write a whole graphic novel telling that, that dude's backstory. Oh, really? And it sounded fascinating. Like he, he was blind, but his mother was killed or something like that. So he wears like her face as a mask which is super gross but whatever <laughs> fits with the whole yeah. post-apocalyptic thing but and he was found in like a mine and he was some musical prodigy and stuff and and morton joe discovered him so like just crazy <laughs> that's, shit that's like who great. thinks of this that's right? awesome though. isn't that cool yeah, yeah so at some point it was talking about making a little uh, origin story graphic novel for him so have you seen the black and white version i haven't the shiny and chrome or the black and chrome yeah have you uh no i haven't but i read about it yeah uh, I was reading about it and the reason behind making it, which I thought was really interesting. 
So when um, so when George Miller was making uh, Road Warrior, mm-hmm. so what they used to do back in the day, whenever they would have like the composers and the people doing uh, sound design, they would have what they called a, a dupe cut, and so it was a cut of the movie, but it was it was transferred to this really cheap black and white film mm-hmm. because if you think about it back then they didn't have like VHS or anything. So they had to run through all these prints mm-hmm. where these guys would watch it over and over and over again. And they would just root. Re- so they didn't want to spend the money. So they would have these really cheap black and white reels. So George Miller went in during the shooting of road warrior and saw it. And he was like, That's this amazing. is the way that the movie Whoa. needs to be made. Cool. And, you know, and so when he originally started shooting Fury Road, he was like, I want it to be black and white. I want it to be black and white. And they were like, you're never going to make your money back if you shoot oh, this yeah. in black and white. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So the whole black and white transfer was something that he just wanted to do. And, and he still says to this day that it's the best version of the movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But I, the I colors like in this movie the five year are, anniversary or the ten year anniversary. It seems like Alamo Draft House will actually screen yeah. something like that. They actually yeah. did. Did they? Yeah, yeah they I already they already have. Yeah. Were like like when the DVD started coming out. Okay. They did a couple of the screenings, cool. but Logan did that too. Oh yeah, oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna try and see one of those. I Logan guess. Noir, they called it. Mm-hmm. Logan, I could see being yeah. black and white. But I, I I think Fury Road. That's tough for me to. I mean, I would yeah. watch it. It's so tough for me to. Think was that, that included at the um, when they released the Blu-ray? Ye- well, they're on certain editions. Oh, okay. It wasn't every single one. Not the one that I got to. I was bummed out about that. <laughs> do we want to move on to another beer? You want to do another, another beer? beer? Okay. Half, so. All right, halftime. Third beer. How's everybody feel, feeling? Feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling really good. Feeling good. Cool. Again. I haven't completely blown you away with too many beers. I learned my lesson last time. Oh no. I went a little. Okay. Do you know that one? The high boy. Oh, the high boy. Did Is you that? Did you do this one? Uh, we, well, we one. did a different we did, one. We did. Uh, we did uh, the, the blue tangerine version. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. But it's just still just the same glasses. If that's cool. It's yeah. still double IPA. Actually, I just I, realized that I grabbed two Independence beers. Not even thinking about it. So um, a lot of shout outs to Independence Brewing Company. Yeah. Our local. Um, so all local Austin guys. Obviously, I already mentioned them. Um, this is their high boy. It's a truck themed. I had to do a little bit of research on what a high boy actually is. It's like a specific, a specific type of Ford truck made in the 70s. Did you guys know this? Nope. Yeah, not. I didn't either. I thought it was like a modded out thing. And so yeah. I was going to pick this beer anyway. Um, but then I realized it's like a, yeah, 1972 to 79 or something. And Ford, um, they, they used a particular type yeah. of extension or uh, suspension. So this is probably one of my favorite double IPAs because cool. it's very, it's drinkable. It is. Yeah. 9%. Thank so you, sir. it's a sipper. But yeah. I had some tangerine. Cool. They did one that was a non-tangerine version, but this one, yeah. tangerine is pretty great. All right. That tangerine really pops. Thank you, sir. Yeah, one can is probably enough. Yeah, I didn't open the other one. Um, All right. But yeah, hi, boy. Had that truck theme, kind of the modded truck. <laughs> theme i was going for um the vehicles in this movie were just insane oh man they were actually constructed like that's the part that's so awesome is like you know since there wasn't much set designs to speak of but all of the engineering and geekiness went into building yeah. these crazy vehicles mm-hmm. like how cool is that i was gonna say how fun do you think that job had right? to be to, yeah. to build all those yeah totally like, i mean it's one thing to build 
a picture car that will just be for close up. Totally. Or it's, like the Batmobile is yeah. awesome, but it's like that's just not a thing. It's not. But like, yeah, just the whole concept of, and it fits so well with the War Boys and like their worship of gas and their worship of vehicles, like their whole Valhalla where they cross their yeah. palms sort of thing. That's meant to mimic a V8 engine, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. So like we're going to Valhalla. So like, I just love that. The fact that like... That is so cool. Yeah, the and mods that, of the vehicles. Not and know the that. fact that it's post-apocalyptic, so they're scrounging for any scraps yeah, they can. right. Combined with like their, their whole religion is mm. tied up in the vehicles mm-hmm. and the engines. And like, that's just so cool. It just creates such a cool world, you know? It's like car, car culture to the max. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, this reminded me a lot. Well, I mentioned uh, a while back uh, um, Twisted Metal when I was playing that game. Oh, this yeah. This reminded me a lot of Twisted Metal, PlayStation 1. <laughs> it's just the design of of the cars. And it's. Um, do you guys have any favorite car vehicle in this movie? Uh, I was just going to ask that question. Great yeah? question. Favorite. Thank you. Thanks, Jody. <sighs> yeah, you're welcome. I'll give you that yeah. shout. <laughs> Um, a Morton Joe's like double Cadillac kind of a monster truck thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm. That thing is just incredible. Uh, the purple people eater, like limousine, the people eater uh-huh. limousine <laughs> was pretty crazy. Obviously the war rig's incredible. Yeah. Oof. Like the war rig had, it, it had, uh, um, like a bug, uh, like a VW bug attached yeah, to the back, like welded to the back. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I was That's gonna crazy. ask. I, I don't know if I heard this right or not, and maybe you'll be able to shine some light on this. But was that so? Because there was a scene where Tom Hardy's the or Mad Max is the blood bag, and they yeah. put him on the front of the hood of the car, and then he there's a line that he says, and I think it's like an internal monologue line. And he's like, you took my blood and now you're driving my car or something like that. <laughs> totally was that what it was? It was like, yeah. That. I forget. And now. I was just um, like, I, lo- I love that. Like, he's like more offended yes. by like the guy like driving his car than like taking yeah. the actual blood out of his body. I, I feel like a lot of people watching this movie could relate to that. A lot of cars yeah, yeah, yeah. would be like, yeah. I feel the same you, way. Like, you can take my blood, but you leave me the keys to yeah, my car. Um, totally. It's so cool you mentioned that scene just to reiterate how important cinematography is that's was that's the was that the first shot that you see mad max in the muzzle like tied in i think it would have been yeah when they were out cruising yeah but that was when you saw his face with close up and the camera just moved through the chains and the, then the, the blood um uh the bloodline the bloodline yeah. then it a close-up to the the war boy driving it then it pulled back to this amazing wide shot, and you see all these vehicles. Mm-hmm. Just the logist, the logistics alone of pulling that shot. Oh, interesting. Mm. That's cool. You know? so that's something I would never, I would yeah. never uh, realize during the actual watching of the movie. Yeah, that's cool. I really like this this beer though. This double IPA, like yeah, the tangerine, just like yeah, it really gives it like a, it makes it so s- smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I could drink it's, this it's, all day. Oh, I, mean, I know I, I can't. That, I know. But <laughs> all day. There's still a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's I for me, yeah, this movie, it, it's just the the. I don't know. Part part of me feels like the stunt. It's a stunt for me that really I'm I, I made it gave me this uh, a, a a a larger appreciation of just yeah stunt people yeah 
it's just, I mean, if so, okay, you're gonna drive that that war rig, and you're gonna press this button. It's gonna flip, and it's gonna it's gonna blow up. Hmm. And for someone to say, "Yeah, I can do that, I George." Can do that. That's crazy, right? See, and I could totally see why Tom Hardy would be like, "This is like because you can't." There's no way you can comprehend yeah. what's going on in the story if you're having to focus that often yeah. on like. I need to make sure to do this or else uh, I'm going to fall off and I'm probably going to die. So it's, yeah. it's like one of those things. It's like apparently they shot it sequentially too. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. crazy right? <laughs> but there's an old director, uh, the guy who John Ford. So John Ford used to, after he would shoot a movie, he would go and climb mountains hmm. so that he couldn't focus on what he shot during the movie. It was a, and his idea was if I'm hanging off of a, the side of a mountain Cliff, yeah. and I'm uh, then I can't like rethink like what's what the story was or uh, so he just like left so left that would, kind of clear them so, back to edit like he would do that pre-edit no he would do it somebody else would edit the movie oh, and then he would be off doing that and then he would come back and and you know not obsess about the detail exactly yeah. Interesting. so I'm wondering if that's what was going on huh. with Mad Max Fury Road if they were like I have no idea what's going on with well, the story, and the like poor, I don't really trust everybody. The person who had to edit was actually George Miller's wife. And really? She's editor. It's not like she's an yeah, amateur, yeah. but yeah. So they, I wrote this down. Um, roughly 470 hours of footage. Think oh about my God. that. What did they shoot a documentary? Watch it, right, just to watch it took th- took three months. It's a reality show. Jesus she had to Christ. Edit it down to took three months. Three months to, to just to, watch. To, to make it through all the footage and like <laughs> that is organize crazy. it before she actually that. started cutting anything. No, I mean normally it'd take three uh, three months to cut a feature film, but no, this just for that just amount of footage just to review what they got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and they show. Oh. Hey, what was that thing we looked at two months ago? That one shot. <laughs> um, here's the, here. Talk about the stunts here. The older actresses playing the Vuvalini, the old women, older women on the motorcycles. They did their own stunts. How rad is See, that? That is so See, awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can talk about the 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 the, the motorbikes. Yeah, it's. Charlize actually bro- uh, accidentally broke Tom Hardy's nose during filming. Did not know That's that. That's pretty fun. Oh, I, bet, I bet she was happy about that. <laughs> Oops. Oh. <laughs> and then I, I love the, um, I love the, uh, what were they called? The, um, the wives uh, or the baby. I don't know if they, do they even the have bre- names? The breeders maybe? Or something yeah, I think. Like that? We know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I that, love them. I thought they were great. Yeah. Like all of them. You One know. of them had never acted in a movie before yeah. ever. One of them was Zoe Kravitz, mm-hmm. which is great. One of them was Riley Keough. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? Uh-uh. It's uh, Elvis's granddaughter. What? No way. Get out of I here. Think so. so like what? Lisa Marie Presley's daughter? Mm-hmm. Or on a different... Let me yeah. wow. double check that. I know she That's was crazy. in... Um, okay. That whole uh, plot of the film reminded me of uh, Children of Men, where they they had to protect the. I actually never saw Children of Men. Really, I know. I yep, can't believe it. Lisa Marie it Presley's out. daughter. There you go. But uh, yeah, it, it's you know uh, trying to protect life, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, was it Rosie uh, Huntington? She was the one who got ran over. Yes. Yep. She's a. Uh, she was. In, she got her break on Transformers movie. Huh, okay. What was y'all's favorite um, like secondary character? So not Max or Furiosa. Um, 
or Morton Joe? Who's your like next? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because Morton Joe. Yeah. I was going to say that too. <laughs> um, that's a good question. So I, have a, I have a small list to choose from. Yeah. That. Yeah. Give it. Rictus Erectus, who's Morton Joe's son. The guy oh, that, yeah. He was perfect in every way. That yeah. guy. Uh, the people eater. Yeah. <laughs> the bullet farmer. Or the doof warrior. Oh, Who's man. the guy? It just let me. Yeah, I gotta pull up. It just say doof okay. warrior. I just thought that that was so that, bizarre. So um, yeah. solely because it looked so badass. The guy blindfolded mm-hmm. with just guns. Totally. Yeah. It's the bullet farmer. Bullet yeah. Bullet farmer. Dude, yeah. Like the tank. The, yeah. Like the, yeah. So awesome. How about you? Um. I mean, how do you not choose the Doof Warrior? Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was just like I don't know. He he just lived to like amp people up. Yeah. And like I was totally. like, if I you this know, is my job. If I had to do something, he wasn't like killing anybody. Yeah. He was getting people jazzed. Uh huh. Totally. Um, I wonder if he's like one of those people that like after the whole thing was over, he's like really like well spoken, and he was like, I knew what That'd I was doing. I knew how to survive. And not hurt anybody else in the process. You know, like he shows up at court in like a suit. And I think another reason we need to say that graphic novel, that backstory. Yeah. Oh, I know. Do they, do they have, can you buy it? No, they had uh, talked about it. I mean, it was, oh, I think George Miller said he wanted to make it, but yeah. um, apparently they're working on both a sequel and a prequel, maybe something, a Furiosa prequel hmm. or something. But um, they announced, up, yeah, maybe. they announced, uh, uh, I guess that, because um, I checked, uh, George Miller's IMDb and, uh-huh. and they announced uh, um, in development or something. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. So and he's getting up there. I mean, isn't he like 75 or something? He's getting up yeah, there. He yeah. looks sprightly. Like, I yeah. watched the documentary, the behind the scenes yeah. documentary today. That he looks sprightly. Yeah. Looks like he's doing well for himself. Yeah. If they make, I mean, how many summers th- in Namibia can you take though? <laughs> you know? So they uh, eight, like eight months. That's yeah. eight months. Is a long time. That's how long it took just to film it? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Did, did they see the success of this movie beforehand? Like, because I, because you mentioned no. you never saw it in theater, and I, I think I just was, I enjoyed Mad Max original, yeah. like the original films, and uh, so I, I kind of saw it, but I never was like on the bandwagon to like go see this movie or anything. Yeah. I don't feel like, like you said, the box office yeah. and everything. I don't know if it did. I, mean, I think if Tom was, Hardy didn't even know it was going to be good. Until no, he it, saw it. yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy how it just like just um, took off. I guess I, I got on, yeah, I got on a bandwagon of people just you. Saying you need you need to watch Fear mm-hmm. Road. Yeah, well, it's one of those movies that like it it is an action movie, but to risk sounding like a like a little bit of a um, <laughs> it kind of transcends action, you know? Yeah. Like it, it's such a good story. Well, it's like action yeah, yeah. is the vehicle. Yeah, the pun. Yeah, but no, it's yeah, about totally. more than that. There's a female empowerment angle. Yeah. There's the whole like abusive relationship with the breeder women, mm-hmm. um, and the one woman who wants to go back. Yeah, right, that whole thing. Yeah. Apparently, they they um, George Miller brought in a consultant, some prominent feminist woman. I think it was the woman who did like the vagina monologues or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? To, huh. to like consult and to help um, coach the uh, cast through like how these women would have dealt with yeah. this sort of abusive relationship mm-hmm. um which again just adds a whole nother layer of like feminism that you would never expect from a fucking right <laughs> yeah. action chase yeah. movie you know there's the religion aspect to it all which yeah. is like crazy totally. I, heard, I heard like um people looked at tom hardy as like the atheist of the, oh, of everyone so okay. oh t- i can totally see that I, what one of my that's another thing one of my favorite lines is when they're like 
when they're going back and one of the uh, the women she's she's sitting there and she's she's doing this thing where she's like crossing her hands and she's like doing like all of these different motions and then she's like saying things and then she's like looking up into the oh, sky yeah. and like somebody turns to her and is like what are you doing she's like i'm praying and they're like who exactly are you praying to and she goes anybody that will listen totally. <laughs> i like totally. love that yeah. i was like I love she's the, just throwing it out I there. love the interaction too of the two um two different generations of women mm-hmm. the one woman who had the bag full of seeds and mm-hmm. and whatnot and how she was kind of passing that off just in case yeah. when she did pass away yeah um because that just re- yeah rep- rep- uh, represented this whole like future hope and this woman never got to a place in her life where she could actually you know farm and yeah. plant mm-hmm. and actually create a life but she was hoping to pass this along like that was essentially her life's work was passing on this bag of seeds which is kind of yeah. sad that that's it but like if you think about it um and where the the you know charlize's group eventually took them back to the citadel um it probably when you think about the future that took place after the movie ended right um yeah. that was probably a huge thing that's what allowed them to actually cultivate and grow mm-hmm. things and it's just cool yeah um so we're on our last beer yeah Smith um, Brewing Company. This is our only non-local one. Where are they from? Uh, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Um, is, is it true that San Diego has more breweries than... Like per capita or something like yeah. that? Yeah. You know, uh, there's a, quite a few places that, that kind of claim to. Mm-hmm. San Diego does have a shitload. Yeah. Portland and Bend, Oregon both have a lot per capita, too. Yeah. I think it depends on how you... Which numbers you choose. Yeah. You know, like in the city limits or not city limits That's population. True. I mean, who knows? But yes, San Diego does have a ton. Okay. Um, and Alesmith's one of the oldest ones. These guys are great. They do great hoppy beers. We don't get a ton of their distribution here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, it's been a little bit spotty. This Speedway is their flagship beer though. It's a 12%. This is a sipper. We're just going to split one can. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> uh, 12% Imperial stout with coffee. So Speedway stout is what it's called. It's their flagship. As I mentioned, they do other variants. So they'll do like a Vietnamese coffee version or they do a yeah. coconut version or what have you. That's um, cool. This is just the original. It's super good. So we had the four and a half percent coffee stout earlier. Yeah. And we'll have the 12%. <laughs> right. I like that four and a half percent. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this one. Well, while, while we're pouring this, I want to, I want to bring this up. I've been saving this for the end because I know Jeff's going to have a, 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 something to say about this, but, uh, did Chris Nolan produce this movie? No. Okay. So right. I read a theory because it took me forever to find out what movie it was talking about. Because I remember re- hearing somebody talk about this. But there's a theory out there that Interstellar is the prequel to Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> and that they're all in the same universe. Wait, wait, wait. Interstellar's no. Tom Cruise and he goes to the... No, 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 <laughs> oh man! Sorry, just, just, we're, uh, so, we're having such a good time I am there. I'm so happy right now. He's he's talking about the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm talking about the Passion of the Christ. The, what a movie! Tom Cruise had yeah, the, the the sequel, Passion of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Interstellar? You, you're thinking of Oblivion. 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 Yeah. Oblivion. Oblivion. Yeah. Oblivion is a, a great That's movie. Good. That's a good movie. But <laughs> Interstellar is a space time masterpiece by the great Christopher Nolan starring the best Lincoln spokesman Matthew McConaughey and uh when did it come out 2014 okay 
I'm loving this right now. I'm <laughs> loving that he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, look this up. Watch it, please. It's 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 just because seen this? the the passion Jeff has. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, the, the reason Payne, that not I've just been not just this. Jeff. Like, yeah, I love Jeff Nolan and films. Brad, that's I think that's. I'm not been on the only I'm not on Jeff's level X. for it. Have you guys already done Inception? No, no, we haven't. Well, this I know whole interstellar discussion, list. notwithstanding, but if you guys invite me back, Wait, so you're now, saying I'm not sure I'm going to get invited back after this. No, you. Interstellar is a the prequel. What they're saying is is that Interstellar occurred before Mad Max Fury Road and you can like link it up because of like what they talk about and like the whole like the whole like crops all dying out and like you know like seeds okay you can say that about a lot of things but yeah but basically they're saying like both both can exist in the same timeline hey they're both great movies so all right so the last beer what is this again Jody uh Smith Brewing Company Speedway Stout okay all right cheers 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 to Jody for uh, being. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Here we go. Such a. 4.5 to 12%. Exactly. Ramp it up. Oh. I like that. It's got a little more zing to it. Yeah. I feel like like I'm pouring uh, motor oil. It's got a lot more zing. A lot more zing. That is true. It doesn't have a zinginess to it, though. Well, it's just. Yeah, it's just. Stout this here. this this reminds me of Fury Road. Body. Yeah. This is what this I feel is, like yeah. they're like going go. through. Exactly all that right. all those smoke, all that all those fumes are breathing yeah. in. Yeah. This is uh, yeah. So favorite scene. What was y'all's favorite scene? Oh. Um. Um. The. Called the pole cats. Yeah. Those. Are, that's. Yeah. That's, that's badass. That is badass. Yeah. You're totally I right. Prob- yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was reading some about that where they uh, hired um, the the stunt coordinator um, hired um, you know, uh, people from uh, Cirque du Soleil who cool. they do that um, for a living and yeah. like well let's attach it to a car. <laughs> why <laughs> the fuck not? Well, why not? Yeah, let's see. And uh, I was gonna ask about yeah. that because that seemed like you really had to somebody who kn- have somebody who knew that they yeah. were doing. And that's like I said, that's all practical. Yeah, yeah. But in Circus of Light, um, are they? They're static. Yeah, they're, they're static. not a car. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious, like when these people sign up for this, they're just yeah. like, okay, it's paycheck, I'll be, bro. I'll, I'll be in a movie for it. <laughs> it's paycheck. I'm just Why moving. I'm just on a car. Exactly. Well, yeah. the, and also, did you see when they built those things? Did you see what the counterbalance is for the pole? Yeah. Did you notice it's an engine? As oh, the counterbalance. Oh, yeah. 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 That's how awesome it is. Yeah. Like, they actually built this. I think like okay, I was thinking okay, we need to shoot this scene, but we need more counterbalance. Yeah. Well, we just blew up that car over there. Let's mm-hmm. just grab the engine and That's weld exactly it. Right? Yeah. Man, I bet the welder what, said so much. What do we have yeah. laying around? Yeah, what, yeah. What, what, <laughs> totally. Just weld anything. Um, totally. Yeah, that, that, that's probably my, my my favorite scene. Cool. Yeah, I think that's a great one. I think my favorite scene is him looking out over the hill, and then him making that speech about if you can't fix it. Oh, yeah. what is, you know, like when he stops he's like, the there's no hope. from the 160 day trek or whatever it is. Yeah, turns them back around and yeah, yeah. I just I, I don't know that that whole like. So think about that whole speech, the entire film, 52 lines. That's crazy, right? That's wild. Um, I think that guitar is pretty badass. Though. <laughs> That's hard to top, still. It is totally. Um, uh, I think I like the part of the chase. <laughs> I like the chase part. 
Um, <laughs> when they started the gym. When they're yeah. on, the r- on the road with the cars? <laughs> like when they're headed back toward the canyon, but before yeah. they get there and before it's just the Morton Joe's car and the war rig, when it's still all of them and they're having mm. to fend off all the attacks from the sides. Yeah. And like the people leader comes up and Max jumps over to that. Like just that little sequence where it, I mean, it, the, honestly, I've seen this movie eight times or whatever the hell. Mm. And there's always that time when they're like, they got a long way to go before they get the can. They get to the canyon, and there's all those cars around and behind them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "How the fuck are they going to get through this? Like, it's impossible." I have that that moment where, like, maybe this time the movie's going to end differently. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many cars. How could yeah. they not? How could they not get it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's such a fun. The way you've read yeah. part of it. I've just oh, the guitar. The guitar. Yeah. 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 Um. It's it's like like you said, Brad. It's the climax happened as soon as you know the movie started. Uh-huh, pretty yeah. much. Uh, Even the pre-opening credits, yeah, like sequence where he gets tattooed and tries to run away, and yeah, and then the thing, Mad Max Fury Road. It's like, well, I'm the, in for a treat. The scene where the the older, the main older lady falls mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. and the, Morton Joe tries to run him over. Yeah, yeah. And then they they duck down and they make it through. Yeah. I know. And then that car is going right behind him, and I was because like I thought that was so cool because I was like, oh, they're smarter, uh-huh. you know, and they're quicker. These guys are just more powerful, and that's yeah. what this is gonna be. And that second car comes along and just boom. So I was like, cool. oh, well, now I don't know what to think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of just want to get a three D mo- uh, TV just for this for this film. Yeah, they, do they still make? Those? I don't think they make those anymore. I don't think they Dude, do. You probably, you clear, probably you clearance, could, right? I was say you could probably pick one up on <laughs> Craigslist. Yeah. Pretty cheap, uh-huh. cheap. Walmart. I watched. I did have my surround sound on for. Oh it. yeah, yeah. I Dude, like that. Yeah. good stuff. Um, a Morton Joe. How great his is that character? Oh man. Oh, so, so that guy good. was in one of the previous movies. You guys know that, right? He was the right. toe cutter. Okay, yeah. cool. So make sure everybody knew that. Never seen the Breeze movies. Me neither. Oh, by the way, skip Beyond Thunderdome. Really? Yeah. It's terrible? Okay. Well, it's not great. Were there two or three movies? There's three. Okay, there's three movies. There's Mad Max, Road Warrior, Road Warrior, and then Beyond Thunderdome. Okay. Road Warrior. I think that's maybe another reason there wasn't as much hype going into it, Brad. Because number one, it had been like 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Mm. But also because Beyond Thunderdome, nobody thought was any good. It was, well, yeah, it was like and Tina Turner was in it, right. and one of her like famous songs came out of it, and yeah. I just it was just weird. I just <laughs> I knew a lot of people. Was that, that the one? I don't think. Uh, so. okay. I knew a lot of people that liked uh, Road Warrior, okay. like, like really liked Road Warrior. So I there's a few people that were like kind of. Is that the best out of the three? Oh, the the prequels, I guess. Um, was that well? I haven't seen. So it's like Mad Max is like one. considered like the best one out of the trilogy for like like kind of purists and stuff like that. Road Warrior is kind of like the Rocky Four of the Mad Max. Right. That's that's a good that's a good you know, example. It's like it's like it's just like it's, if you watch Road Warrior, yeah. it's like nonstop, just like yeah. manliness and nice. just like get you pumped up. It's so. like the crowd favorite, like Return of the Jedi, but it's not the best movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like that. All exactly. Right. Fair enough. It's, yeah. no, it's no Phantom Menace. Mm. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> dude, Jar Jar Binks, come on. <laughs> Uh, uh, but I've only seen the first two. I didn't see the third one. Yeah. So nice. you're saying avoid it. I would, <laughs> if you don't. It, sounds like unless it. you just like really like to like punish yourself. You guys uh, want to hear a quick tidbit about sound design? I yeah. Do. Because we're in Oscar season, 
This is something I would never notice, but Mark Mangini was the sound designer on Fury Road, and his work offers a great example. Sorry, I cut off half that sentence. Mangini told so-and-so that he was inspired by Herman Mel- Melville's classic Moby Dick. He viewed a Morton Joe as Captain Ahab in the war rig as a great white whale. Uh, with this idea in mind, he started incorporating some whale sounds underneath the natural noises from the truck. From the war rig. Really? That's... Yeah. During the film's climax, which finds the truck being shot with harpoon-like objects. Yeah. This part? Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Mangini uh, utilized whale groans as though it is in pain. The sound whales make when they shoot water out of their blowholes was similarly used for the shot where milk spews out of the war rig. Jeez. Right? Jeez. Like, that's some creative shit, right? Yeah. But, like, who would ever know that? Mark Besides Mangini. Just, like, yeah, exactly. Crazy, huh? That is that is gr- that's, that's really good. That's that, I've never thought of it as, like, a Moby Dick parallel, but... I gotta watch it again. I and know, because now you're gonna hear all those whale again. noises. You're gonna be like, oh. And again. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Um, I think that's most of the interesting stuff I have right now in here. Who, uh, if you could recast Tom Hardy, no, could have done it better. Tom Hardy and uh, and, uh, and uh, Furiosa. I don't know. Well, I, I think, think we Charlie all know who I'd cast in uh, uh, Charlie Theron's role. Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect too. <laughs> no shaved either uh, either Saoirse Ronan or Greta Gerwig. Oh my god, shaved head! You would love that, Ryan. Um, Ryan Gosling as Furiosa. As Furiosa. As Furiosa. <laughs> and as Mad, Mad Max. There you go. <laughs> Both. Uh, for Mad Max. Wait, so, so who'd you say? Are you talking about Mad Max? Or Furiosa, oh, both. I was talking oh, about both. Furiosa. Okay. We're doing both though. For Mad Max, I would probably say, I say Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh, you know who I do? <laughs> James McAvoy, dude. Yeah, it's good. So people who are kicked around, Eric Bana. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> what? I love that's Eric good. Bana. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> Sam Worthington. Ooh. From Avatar fame, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And Jeremy Renner apparently campaigned real hard for it. Did not get the nod. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I, I, yeah. yeah. That's a good well, Like, Jeremy Renner broke both, both of his arms making that tag movie. So, you know. Jesus he Christ. Probably wouldn't have survived very long on the Fury Road set. What was so. the McAvoy, did you say? What was James the name? James McAvoy. He <laughs> was in Split. Did you see Split? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, we just watched the first one, the 2000, or the original one. Like a couple weeks ago, and I haven't seen either of the other ones yet. Well, oh, just okay. watched Glass. You watched Unbreakable. Uh, Were there any uh, talks of having a uh, uh, Mel Gibson cameo in this on I don't think so. I think he was busy. He at the was time. pretty well busy. Yeah, getting in trouble. Busy <laughs> doing the remake of Passion of the Christ. Oh my God! It wasn't good enough the first time, so right. And then make it again. The reboot? Oh, remake. Um, hold on one second. Let's get Sorry, this. guys. I got it. We're buzzing. It's a lot of gasoline in this mic. We did so well there. With yeah. This, this feedback. doing so well there. There we go. Um, but uh, so to. to I'm, uh, just gonna, I'm just going to hold it like okay. this. I was going to say we can, fine. we can also find a cut point and come That's back to right. it. That's all right. You want you <laughs> to do that? You going to hold it? No, I'm good. I'm good like this. Are you sure? Yeah. All right, we're gonna do like another hour still. I know. Yeah. All right, I ran out of notes though. So. <laughs> okay, we got like uh, five minutes. Yeah, we got, we're out of notes, and but we're just gonna keep drinking uh, these. We got, we got plenty of beers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can keep talking about this film for hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. But uh, 
Um, sadly, we're coming to uh, yeah the finish who, uh, line here. Uh, who won the movie? Huh? Who won the movie? What do you which mean? Which actor? <sighs> which actor? Which performance? Oh, actor, uh, um, Furiosa for me. Yeah, yeah. Furiosa yeah. for sure. I think yeah, I think she definitely won. I think Nicholas Holt. I think he like really yeah. made cool his place in my cool like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably my uh, yeah. Charlize, is it Theron or Theron? Theron. She's South African. I, I think, right? So yeah. However, you would pronounce that in, in South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> South Africa. I don't think that's man. how you do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jody. Yeah. Are we done already? These always go by so fast. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. So much. Um, can't thank you enough for Have being you guys, here. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Have you done Inception yet? No, you want to, is that your next one? Yeah, okay, so Inception. Uh, okay, cool. I got I got to bring this up because you or really. Or we can do Interstellar since I haven't seen it yet. Oh, and we, I love we no saw Interstellar. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you kind of threw me off this thing because last time I saw you, yeah. I I picked up that uh, that uh, yeah, I picked some beer from Witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for the plug. Um, oh, we're gonna keep plugging. Uh, <laughs> and. You said you would pick a Jason Statham film. I did. <laughs> I, I certainly will. I mean, Crank is just as good as Fury Road, so. Oh, I it's a high hard octane. disagree. <laughs> <laughs> we can do Statham. <laughs> I want a Statham film. Yeah, right? you want yeah. it? Yeah. Right, we can do that. Love that. Transporter 8. How many transporters are there? Which, uh, which, um, not enough. What, what, Transporter what? 8, the cop, the passion of the Christ. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus in a uh, 7 Series BMW. Uh, you know what's a, the uh, what is the not the Untouchables the Expendables? Kind of forgot oh about God. that movie. <laughs> and the Expendables too. How many about an ensemble now? cast? I think there's only two. Isn't Statham in the like Fast and Furious franchise now too? I think they worked him in. Yeah. Actually, this new I one mean, they're making now. <laughs> they worked him in there. <laughs> they somehow. worked him. In. How could you not? Right? Yeah. Those, I feel like those storylines start to yeah. just inter, like yeah, connect, exactly. and it's um, can't tell a difference totally. anymore. But yeah, I mean Inception, you you, you got that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whenever you guys want to have him back, I'll come back. Dude, I'll let's do, do it. This, uh, let's do these spicy needs. Yeah? All let's, right. Let's so spiciness. how are we going to do this? Do you individually rate the beers? Because, I mean, I was thinking co- as a collective. You can rate my <laughs> – what you think about the selection of beers that I brought? I feel like, I feel like just kind of <laughs> do your thing with the yeah. beers. Okay. I feel yeah, like if you, you don't want to do – if you want or if you want to pick certain ones out and yeah. review those. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that. more of the – um, just the uh, uh, diversity of uh, flavors, styles. styles. I, think, I think I could. Go, yeah, I have a good yeah. idea of what I'm gonna say. Yeah. So, so um, let's just um, backtrack in what we had. Um, Independence, you know, Austin, Austin uh, Brewery. We love them. Cowboys from Hellas. Um, then we got Rocket Fuel. Eighth Wonder Brewery from uh, so you yeah you H Town yeah. yeah I like this a lot uh, they they they're yeah. very Astro centric I they can are. tell yeah from their cans and their and logo from another one from Independence High Boy Tangerine which we've, we've had the non Tangerine double IPA before which is I like one, the Tangerine yeah better. yeah um probably a very it's a for me it's a very drinkable double IPA mm. and uh, which one we got that bread over there um. Ailsmith Smith Speedway. Speedway. Yeah. Um, so I en- I enjoyed all of these beers. And I'm just going to, for the whole beer drinking experience, 
with witchcraft. Another plug. Yeah. <laughs> I would give us a Spice X. Oh boy! Yeah, that's a um, per, that's a, might be the first perfect, yeah um, first perfect ten uh, that Jeff's given a beer. I ever. love how awesome. or a Cowboys Hellas is. It's like I can drink this in a hot summer day. Yeah, easy all day long. And I'm not a big. Uh, um, is it a porter? Coffee? Yeah. 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 This is yeah. I, I, you, you you've turned what? me on that one. Hi boy, drinkable double IPA, yeah. and I like. Fruity IPAs, um, and uh, the uh, the Speedway was that yeah, yeah Speedway, Speedway style. yeah it's yeah it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good uh, topper for me perfect so, so awesome. for the, for the movie I will give uh, <laughs> Fury Road uh, Carolina Reaper awesome yeah it's nine out of ten it's the best action movie I've ever seen nice yeah so in your Throughout. in your world action movie can never be a perfect ten. Um, good point. See, it's fine if the answer is no. I mean, I'm not hating, um, hating it. I'm just saying. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. I did not have anything bad to say about the film. I don't know. You're, you're, that's fine. I mean, don't yeah, change it on my behalf. No, I was you're, just curious. You're in the same boat as me. Yeah. Because I, I felt the same thing. I felt like I was, I want to give it a Carolina Reaper. Yeah. Probably for one. what it, it is, is. Yeah. it's perfect, right? Yeah, so I don't know yeah. why. I, yeah, yeah. It, it's tough for me to. I want to give it. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Carolina Reaper, but a nine out of ten. Like, what? When I did not expect this movie to be that great, yeah. And you go in and have everything that you wanted in an action movie, yeah, and more, like the feminist, and, yeah. feminist stuff, and like the character development way beyond what you would expect from a just a shitty action chase movie, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. so cool. So what do you think, Jody? Oh, me? Um, let's see. Beers real quick. The Hellas was a Trinidad Scorpion. That's an eight. Uh, Rocket Fuel was a Naga Viper, seven. Tangerine High Boy was a Habanero. I'm not a big fan of that beer. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, the Speedway I love. That's a Carolina Reaper for me. Man. Uh, the movie is a Spice X. Because when I ask myself that same question, I just ask you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, from an action movie standpoint, and I watch a lot of action movies. I mean, yeah. it's like my guilty pleasure. I, I mean, you love them. Sort of Statham, exactly. Obviously, yeah. that's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> this is the best, just the best. It's everything I want and more from an action movie. It's so entertaining. I mean, I will never get sick of watching it. So, just to go back, I think it's important for me to to state that because since we rate so many movies on here, yeah, I think when I do rate a movie, I can I it's everything can like I compare everything. Totally. So I feel like if I just went to action movies, yeah, I would probably give it. a a, a, a totally spice understand X. that yeah um but i'm curious about the beer yeah because the is a rocket mm-hmm. rocket fuel rocket fuel i loved yeah and you get so did i say naga viper for you saw naga, naga viper yeah. and i'm curious because I, I don't drink or i just don't enjoy <laughs> okay yeah that's <laughs> stouts yeah i was gonna say i don't you know i don't drink them that often but what would i have wanted that to be more so oh. if something comparable that has that uh, like low abv for the for the low ABV, I think this this is fantastic. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm just, curious. Yeah, it's a little thin as a coffee stout or coffee porter for me. I think that's what they're going for because they want they're, it to like they want to keep sell that it year round. They're selling people yeah. selling exactly. to people like me. That's exactly right. Okay, yeah. So I think I think it's just tough to have a coffee stout because the the coffee really 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 comes through, but I don't get much of the beer right right <laughs> yeah. So it's like I think that's why I, I drank about probably. <laughs> 30 40 ounces of coffee a day and that's probably why i'm a big coffee fanatic um so i just like the flavor of the coffee yeah um and then the cowboy hellas so these two are my favorite beers um on this episode for sure cool um it's the best tasting i've ever had (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Thank you, Jody. You're welcome. Yeah, I don't, I'm kind of overwhelmed with all yeah. the, the great beers. This, like, this is some nice. of the best beer we've had in a, on a long time. So, yeah, um, how about your Ryan? Well, <laughs> drop it. <That's> right. <laughs> um, what would you no, rate? I, I, what would I rate the beers? No, so like, uh, Passion to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna go there. Um, so for the beers, though, Cowboy Hellas is gonna go. I I really like that beer. I thought it was really drinkable. I definitely give that Trinidad Scorpion eight out of ten. Yeah. Um, for the Vietnamese beer, I actually really did like it. I mean, I like I said, I love Vietnamese coffee. That are super drinkable. I would probably give that a, a Naga Viper. You love it so much, you're buzzing I'd, over there. <laughs> buzzing hard. Um, it, it it's good, but uh, but like you said, it, it's a little bit weak for like a cock because I do I do like stouts. Yeah, like stouts to me are, and then the high boy actually really did like. I would say I would probably give that a Trinidad Scorpion. I mean, it's just I don't know. I like the tangerine touch to it, and it. The tangerine touch. Tangerine That's your new touch. nickname. <laughs> the, the tangerine t- bad touch. Every week you have a new nickname, Ryan. I know. Keep it's getting ridiculous. Um, the Speedway Stout, I really, really enjoyed. I'd give that a Carolina Reaper. Mm. Nice. And Nine then, out of ten. And then for the movie, I'm gonna say Carolina Reaper as well. Nice. I really enjoyed it. It's a great movie. Like it's it's a movie that I can watch over and over and over again. Yeah, and never get tired of it, or you know. If you've never seen Mad Max Fury Road, what is wrong with you? (laughs) You don't like action movies at all. Yeah, if you like, if you like, they don't know how good it is. Yeah, I mean, if you like Statham movies, why are you not watching? (laughs) That's a good point. Mad Max. And who doesn't like Statham movies? (laughs) A lot of people. Um, The Academy, for one. Yeah. (laughs) But if you, yeah, if you want to try these beers that we've had, you know, check out Witchcraft. Let's do it. Yeah. We'd love to have you all in. Um, yeah, please do. You want, you want to plug anything? Yeah. Um, all of the things. Any, not really. Any good? <laughs> any any special beers coming See, in? See, that's when you know. You, 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 uh, <laughs> you, you don't have to. You don't need to plug anything. You know people vet. are coming. Yeah. The grizzled vet. Uh, Just come. Uh, we got an anniversary coming up in April. Might celebrate in April. Might celebrate in May. So I'm trying to work on a collaboration with a local brewery. So I got a couple things in the hopper there. Um, working on a not to bury the lead here, but we're in the process of buying a, an old beer bar in northern San Antonio. Um, place used to be a beer bar, wasn't the best run, I don't think, in the world. So we're uh, trying to buy their assets and basically open a witchcraft there. So that could be really cool. Awesome, that is they already amazing. Have, yeah, yeah bar amazing built. Names. There's already a kitchen built. There's already 50 taps installed. Kitchen. Yeah. So oh. Oh. Yep. 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 You guys. So we'll are, see. We're you guys also do coffee in the mornings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Where's your coffee? Yeah. Uh, your coffee. Uh, we use an Austin from? Roasting Company. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. local roaster. These guys are great. So we've got our own house blend we use for drip, and uh, we do like a rotating single origin for espresso. So we got a Guatemalan on yeah. right now, which I really love. I love super interesting, like lighter roasted, really fruit forward, citrus forward coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try. But one of my other um, guys at the shop really likes real traditional chocolatey, roasty. Mm-hmm coffee so we try and meet in the middle our witchcraft blend is is kind of a nice mixture of central and south americans so it's got yeah. a nice roastiness but also a lot of a lot of fruit um i'm a fan of the I guatemala and yeah myself totally. yeah totally. that's good stuff i had I mean, some this morning we're Heart. all coffee yeah. drinkers here all beer drinkers and 
coffee with beer drinkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jason, Amen. Jason Statham yeah. lovers. Yeah, we all are. We love Jason Statham. <laughs> we love Passion to Christ. Love Mel Gibson. <laughs> Imagine Mel Gibson in a in a war rig and holding a musket. <laughs> Just watch Mad Max. Perfect. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the original one. Um, yeah, that's episode fifty-four. Sweet, thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot hey, fun. Jody, otherwise. thank you so awesome much for time. being here. Yeah, Good boys. Yeah, ride eternal, shiny and chrome. Ride eternal. <laughs> Do we have a, a, a <laughs> the chrome spray? We don't the chrome have a spray. And this spray in the <laughs> um, That's good. I don't want that. But yeah, and uh, watch out for the third installment of Jody coming back here with Inception. You reset oh, it, so it's, right. yeah. So either that or Statham, I'll let y'all decide. <laughs> I think, uh, well, could be Statham if I, if I, if I choose. <laughs> if Jeff chooses You're a Statham guy, too? <laughs> Some of his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's so unapologetically Dude, yeah, yeah. Statham. Yeah. I like, mean, who else can flip a car and <laughs> knock a bomb that's been planted on the bottom <laughs> in a car barrel oh, roll? That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Yep. Um. Yeah. Check out witchcraft. If you uh in, in Austin, you want to just if you want to drink really good beer. Yeah. You know, just the good stuff. The good stuff. Good beer. Good coffee. Good company. You got TVs there. Yeah. You know. Get everything you need. Everything you need. Um. Yeah. Check them out. Um. At at witchcraft social media. Yeah. Witchcraft ATX. There you go. Witchcraft ATX. Yeah. All right. Bro. Hit them up. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Episode fifty four. Spicy boys. Out.